Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, welcome everyone. Parenthood Friday, so good to have you here. Just a quick thank you again to all of you who are uh, doing five-star ratings and, of course, the written reviews on Apple Podcast. Uh, it really helps with visibility of Girl Next Door. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all of you that have been messaging me as well. Uh, I really appreciate it, as I let you know, as always. And a lot of you are sharing podcasts with friends, so that's great. I get little um, messages from some of you going, you know, my sisters, we all sit and listen to it together, or a bunch of girlfriends that might get together and and um, and listen each week. So that's really cool. But for most of you, uh, you're probably on your own right now. I don't know, maybe you're like me. I listen to podcasts while I am making dinner. Um, I pop it in my pocket while I'm cleaning. I hate it when I have to vacuum because then I cannot hear my podcast. I listen to podcasts when I'm ironing. So I love podcasts. But as you know, I usually listen to um, some good old crime podcasts. But today, Parenthood Friday, what are we going to talk about? A little bit of a continuation of last week. I wanted to talk about, um, or I want to give you 10 tips this week to making an easy first day back at school. Okay, so last week I talked about how to make sure that your child is prep ready, and you really can start prepping for prep uh, a couple of years out. So go back and listen to that. Really, it's about helping our children to be independent um, without us, uh, which is what obviously they is a skill that they really need when they go to school. But today I want to look at some things that we can do to make that first day easy. Uh, I also want to go a little bit beyond the first day and talk about, you know, what do you do if your child is um you know, not getting along with their new teacher or they're not making new friends, although I feel like that's kind of whole episodes in themselves. But let's, um, we'll, we'll get there at the end. So I want to um, just give you these uh, tips to make it a bit easier because look, the beginning of the school year, it doesn't matter if your child is year one, year two, or if they're at the other end, year 10, year 11, it can be uh, an anxious time for kids uh, and even for us as parents. And even if it's not an anxious time, it's just that whole, you know, it's like when we've had a holiday and we have to mentally prepare and readjust to go back to work, right? Like we're probably thinking, oh, yay, the kids are going back to school. And often we don't consider how maybe they're feeling about it, but they feel very much about going back to school like we might about going back to work, right? And then a lot of things probably go through their head that they're trying to process that they might not say out loud to us. Like, you know, will I like my new teacher? Um, am I going to have, uh, you know, am I going to know all the friends in my new class? Um, you know, there's so many things to, to think about. And so there are some easy things that we can do to help us cope. Now, again, I'm coming at this not just as a parent, but very much as uh, a teacher with my teacher hat on, because I want to give you a bunch of thoughts on coping with it from both perspectives. I'll probably tell you a few stories along the way too. So 
I think the big question when it comes to our kids and school is how much do we step in? How much do we, I'll I'll use the word, interfere? As opposed to teaching our children to suck it up and toughen up. And even as I'm saying this, I know that that goes so against the grain of this really trendy uh, style of parenting known as gentle parenting. I don't think gentle parenting is having um, a lot of great fruit, if you want to be honest. So I'm like, I think we need to, you know, a little bit of tough parenting is not a bad thing. So I see school like this. I see it as a practice run for adulthood, right? Like they get to practice how to cope with real world, real life situations. All right, so let's start at the beginning. So let's go through 10 quick things that you can do. Number one is this. A few weeks out, start talking to them about what they can look forward to in the new school year. Okay, so what you're doing is you are helping them to mentally prepare by doing that and in a positive way, right? By by getting their little brains to focus on all the good things that they've got coming this year. It gives them also the opportunity for them to talk to you about maybe any worries that they might have, right? Because you're their safe place. And so, like I said, children often won't, uh, well, some children won't tell you how they feel unless you actually ask. They won't talk to you about things unless you actually bring up the conversation. So you get the opportunity by beginning the conversation to reassure them that no matter what they're feeling, that you can handle it together. Now, all kids feel differently, like I said, at the start of the new year. Some are going to be totally fine and looking forward to it, while others will feel naturally anxious. And all of that is completely normal, okay? It, it, all, all children have different personalities. So, But remember a while back, I talked about It's important not to sit in the emotion with our kids, but to, you know, be compassionate, but to guide them through it, not sit with them in it. Because there are going to be many, many firsts in their lives. And the way that we help them cope with this now is really going to help them down the track. All right. So that's number one. A few weeks out, start talking to them about what they can look forward to. Number two, make sure that they're familiar with the school. Uh, Now, this isn't just for children who are starting school for the first time, but schools are often, and I've been in many, many schools, and they're always zoned, right, on where the junior primary are, are allowed to play and go, as opposed to the middle primary and the senior primary, and the same, of course, with high school. So, you know, just the little things that we might assume they know, like, are they sure where their classroom is? Um, you know, do they know where their year level uh, is allowed to play? Do they know what oval they're allowed to play? So just start talking to them about those things just to make sure that they're familiar because um, there's nothing worse than walking into something where you just have no idea. So again, that can just help reassure them. Number three, this is important, guys, even if you might not feel this, start speaking fondly of their new teacher. Now, I know what you guys are all like. I know what I'm like as a parent, but I also know what it's like as a teacher. Parents make judgments of you as a teacher very quickly, just from not knowing you, but from watching you from a distance or because of what other parents have said. And they pretty much put teachers into two categories, the nice, beautiful, kind teacher and the mean, strict 
teacher. Um, but often I have found that the strict teachers are incredibly amazing. They're just a little bit tough and there's nothing wrong with that. So just speak positively, even if you're a little bit nervous because you're like, oh my gosh, my child has got that teacher this year and they're so strict and my child's just not going to cope. Start speaking fondly, okay? Um, tell your child all the wonderful things that their teacher is going to see in them. You know, so just say things like, your teacher's going to love you and and they're going to learn that you're a great cleaner upper and they're going to see how kind you are and all the good things that the teacher's going to see about your child. Um, you know, say things like, your teacher's going to be so excited that you're in their class. So really what you're doing is you're just setting them up for a win before they even get to school, okay? And it really does help because oftentimes we are anxious about or we make judgments about things we don't know. And so we make these judgments about teachers. And then when we get to know them, we find that they're nothing like that at all. Okay. So speak positively before you even get there. Number four, start talking about their friendships. Now, friends are so important, right? But believe me, guys, we try as teachers to usually put them in, like, look, the, all the schools I've been a part of, even the big state schools I've been a part of, are very careful about which children they put together in a class for the next year level. And teachers have a lot of things to consider. They have all the friendships, but then they have all the different um, uh, kinds of, um, you know, gifting ranges and ability ranges. Like you don't want to have a class where it's all full of the children that struggle or all full of the children that are really, you know, top end. Like we always try to put a range in every class. So there's a lot to consider. And most schools do ask children, to put like their top three of who they would like to be in a class with the next year. And they do try and cater for that, but it doesn't always happen that way. Okay. So don't be the parent that runs down to the school and kicks up a fuss because your child is not in the same class with their best friend. Okay, guys, you are not helping your child set up for a win in the future. Okay. And I know it's hard. I know. I know it breaks your heart to watch their little hearts break. But again, Talk to them about things like, um, you know, if, if you don't have familiar close friends, tell them, oh my gosh, you're going to have the opportunity to make more friends. And there are friendships just waiting for you in this new class. Um, and also remind them that they can still meet their other friends out in the yard at break time. Okay, so you might feel worried for your child, but just remember that they respond to you. And I promise you, they're going to be fine. And I promise you a few weeks in for most of the time, they will make new friends. Okay. So you've just got to get over that little, that little hump of, of that difficulty of the first few weeks. All right. Number five, very practical one, but get them back onto an early to bed schedule a few days out. Uh, I always did this with my kids, even now with Ashton going into year 12, I'm like, buddy, you've got school next week, so you need to start going to bed at a reasonable time. It just helps them to adapt back into that routine so they're not so tired on the first week. And if they're not so tired, they're going to cope a little bit better emotionally. Number six, um, make sure that you have all their supplies. Now, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to do some straight talk here, parents. I know this sounds really basic, but just make sure Go over that book list. Look in their pencil case. Do they have everything? And make sure that they are prepped with all the books and all the stationery they need. Because believe me, as a teacher, 
The majority of the class don't come in on the first day with everything that they need. There are a few parents that are always organized and and their kids come in with the box and not one thing's missing. But there are always many kids whose parents have not bought bought everything the child needs. They're like, oh, I'll just buy it this week. I'll I'll buy it for you, you know, as the week or as the term goes on. Now, you might think that's no big deal as a parent, right? That you can just go and get that stuff later. But when you leave, do you know what the teachers spend the first kind of couple of hours doing? They get the kids to grab all of that stuff and they go through all of it. I promise you, they go through all their books and all their stationery and they tell them what goes in their desk and then other parts they collect and they store in the cupboard or they put in um, various drawers around the room. It is so annoying for the teacher and embarrassing for your child when they don't have bits and pieces. I'm telling you, you might think it's nothing. Your child does not share those feelings. Now, what tends to happen is those parents do forget to bring those things in. And guess what we have to do? We have to then go and take and borrow usually take, not borrow, from other children or as teachers, I would always have to keep a spare supply. Okay, so just eliminate that and take responsibility and make sure that your child has everything, okay? Number seven, this is a good one. Create a first day of school tradition, okay? It it just gives them something to look forward to. It just, traditions are important in families and I've spoken about this before, but you know, there's so many different things you can do. Like for us, just the simple thing, and I'm sure most of you would do this, but we would always take photos on the front lawn at the start of every year. The first day of every year, even though we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants, it's like, quick, everyone get together. And sadly, because it's only Ashton, it's sometimes I forget now. It's like, oh, bud, quick first day photos. He's like, mom, I'm like, no, no, got to do it. And he knows, he just, he's been in these photos for years. Um, you know, it could be that you drive past, I don't know, Zarafas and get a takeaway hot chocolate or they're just something that you do, or it could be something that you do at the end of the day, but create a first day tradition that your kids come to look forward to. Number eight, and I said this last week, but I'll say it again. If you are a Christian like I am, pray with them on the way to school, okay? So basically what you're doing is, you know, you are letting them know that, you know, even though mum and dad are not always going to be with you, you have got God with you. And so just, you know, um, Cameron's mum did this really, really well with him growing up, um, where she would reassure him about different things, but then she would always say to him, Cameron, go into your room and pray about it. And so what it did is it put Cameron's reliance on God, um, and that is the best reliance for our kids to have. So pray with them on the way and encourage them to pray throughout the day if they have any issues. Number nine, if you have siblings in the same school, just get them to check in on each other, right? Like it's a great way to reinforce that your family, we stick together. We look out for one another. So I would always say to my kids, hey, you know, Georgia, just go and check in on Ashton or Liam, just look out for him on the Oval today or, you know, just just for them to touch base together at school. That's a really kind thing for them to do for one another. Um, I would bollock my children uh, if I found out that they were mean to each other at school. We had a couple of instances where, um, and I can't remember who it was, but one of them was really mean to their sibling at school 
well, I tell you what, they got punished at home because I'm like, we never do that in our family. We have each other's backs. So, you know, make sure that you set that in place. And number 10, just make sure that you set the expectation of where you will be at the end of the day. Okay. So again, look, even even older kids, it's just important that they know, okay? It just helps them to just be reassured, particularly the younger ones more than the older ones. All right, so let me quickly go through those 10 before we troubleshoot on what do you do if you don't like the teacher or what do you do if your kid's got no friends in their class? So quick recap. Number one, a few weeks out, start talking about what they can look forward to to prepare them. Number two, make sure they're familiar with the school uh, and the new zones they might be in. Number three, start spend, start speaking fondly of their new teacher. Number four, start talking about the friendships of their new class. Number five, get them back to an early to bed schedule. Number six, make sure they've got all their supplies. Number seven, create a first day tradition. Number eight, pray with them on the way to school. Number nine, if you've got siblings, get them to check in on one another. And number 10, just make sure they know where you're going to be at the end of the day. All right, a quick bit in the last few minutes about troubleshooting. Firstly, if your child is having trouble bonding with their teacher in the first week or two, what can you do? Okay, most teachers are super understanding and they have probably got no idea that your child might be feeling that way, especially if you've got a sensitive child. Okay, so after the first week, I would uh, I would wait. I would not jump on the teacher in the first day or two. I would wait for the first week or two. And I would just look for a little opportunity to just connect with the teacher and just have a little chat, not an accusatory chat, just a little chat or email them. Hey, how do you think my child's going? Um, and just be kind and just maybe say, hey, I think they're struggling a little bit. I'll give you an example. Liam had a teacher in year six who was quite gruff and really didn't encourage him and didn't realize and didn't know, obviously, that Liam's the kind of child that um, he was the one I was always worried about uh, changing to a new teacher because sometimes he could be a little bit misunderstood um, by the teachers. And so, um, although that never lasted long because they soon realized he's actually a really great kid. Um, but this teacher didn't realize that he just thrives off of a little bit of encouragement and she's not the kind of teacher that would give much encouragement. Now I worked at the school. Okay. So it was a little bit easier, but on the other token, sometimes it can be hard being a parent teacher. So I waited for quite a few weeks and I went and I chatted with her and I was super gentle and I was really encouraging. And then I just said to her, look, Liam really thrives off encouragement and he's really eager to please you, but he's feeling a little bit unsure and, um, he's feeling like maybe uh, maybe he's doing something wrong. And it turned out she had no idea. And she felt awful that he felt that way. And she was actually really grateful to have that little insight. And um, she actually loved Liam. And she actually gave, uh, gave me a huge compliment, which was amazing because I'd worked with her for a few years and Georgia had had her a few years before. But she actually said to me, because she's not someone that says a lot of, you know, she didn't say a lot of kind of encouraging things. But she said to me, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I love when I know I've got a Bennett kid in my class. Um, the Bennett kids are known just to be the best behaved kids ever. I love Liam. So that was really nice. And it turned out to be one of his best years. So, but I, I want to podcast more on that later. Like, what do you do if your child has got a teacher that either is just a bad match for your child or 
that teacher's just not a good teacher. That happened with Ashton. So there was a, and again, this is hard because I worked at the school, but a particular teacher, honestly, I just was so annoyed at the lack of work ethic. He, this teacher had personality of a wet fish. I know that sounds really full on, but, um, he really did. And, um, yeah, so like I said, I'll probably talk about that in another podcast about how I handled that because that is a that is a bigger issue on that one. So I actually did go and talk to the principal on that one and the principal was a bit kind of tough on me at first and then I said to him, because I worked at the school, I said to him, okay, well, if I start um, having that same work ethic and I start doing A, B and C, are you okay with that? And then I just kept really kind of pushing and in the end he's like yeah okay needless to say that teacher wasn't there the following year so um there are times when you have to say something but like I said it was minimal minimal the amount that I would say compared to the fact that I had three kids that have gone through 12 years of schooling so that was really was the exception and not the rule um and then secondly what do you do after the first week if your child's not connecting with other children um again you can speak to the teacher and make them aware so that they can look out for your child. Uh, you can help your child to bond by organizing out of school play dates, but just tread carefully there because you also don't want to force friendships either. I would say give it time and be open to the fact that maybe your child is doing something that the other children perhaps are not resonating with or are not liking. Um, to be honest, if your child has been taught social good social skills and if your child has been taught how to be a good friend, remember I've talked about this before, we need to give our children the skills on how to be a good friend and how to make friends. Uh, if you've taught those things, I really doubt that your child is going to have trouble finding at least one friend in the whole class. Um, my kids had no trouble making friends. Uh, they occasionally had trouble with friends once they had a friend. I know Georgia had a um, a really horrible situation happen in high school where I had to step in uh, and I went to the deputy about that one um, because it was a case of which parent's going to shout the loudest. And I c I'm usually the parent that won't say anything because especially being a teacher, I err on the side of not saying anything. Um, but in this case... <clears throat> I actually said to the deputy, if this is a case of a parent shouting the loudest, watch how loud I can shout now. I don't mean physically shouting, but you know what I mean. So very, very occasionally you might have to step in. But for the most part, you know, because your children do need an advocate every now and then. But again, I'd really be making that the exception, not the rule. For the most part, I let my children work things out for themselves. Um, I didn't rescue them out of things. If a teacher gave a, you know, a consequence, I'm... I did not um, stop that happening. I didn't rescue them from that. I'm like, okay, well, you need to go and sort that out on why that's happening. So yeah, there's that real balance there. But guys, I know it's hard. I really do because, you know, no one loves our kids like we love our kids and we get very protective. Um, but from, um, and maybe this is what helped me. I also had a teacher's perspective where I'm looking at situations, not just from one child's perspective, but from, you know, all of the children's perspective. And, you know, it, it teaches really, um, it is hard sometimes for a teacher to deal with every single issue every single time, and they're not going to get it right. And so it is a good thing for your children to also uh, learn to advocate for themselves. So there you go, guys. Um, I hope that helped you today. 10 tips on making an easy first day back to school. Speaking of that, 
Um, it is school this week in Queensland coming up. In fact, by the time, yes, yes, you, you guys are listening. It is Friday for us. School returns on Monday. I don't know about the other states, but we go back really early this year. All right. If you have got something that you would like me to talk about when it comes to parenting, please make sure you hit, hit me up on girlnextdoor.com podcast where you can come and chat with me. I always get back to people uh, as quickly as I can. Anyway, love you guys. You're doing an amazing job raising your children. And uh, if you don't have children, you're amazing that you're listening and um, taking all all of these things in now. You're going to make a great parent one day. All right. I look forward to being with you on Wednesday. I'll see you then. Bye.